Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, this is the week that we are celebrating Animal Kingdom. It's 20th birthday on Earth Day. Very, very special anniversary. I mean, we didn't have kids back then. It's uh, and it's no. it's changed a lot. And to celebrate this, we have two former Animal Kingdom cast members. You may remember Debbie Raises. She's been on the show before, but she also has brought her husband, John, onto the show. And the coolest thing is they met at Animal Kingdom, and we'll hear more about that. But first, welcome to the show, guys. Hello. Hey. Good to be on. But Doug... I know it's a. we're going to dive into this, but there's some breaking news right now that we have to cover before we get into Animal Kingdom. What is that? The breaking news, if you just heard the breaking news sounder, you're going to put that in editing, right, Derek? Okay, the breaking news sounder, yeah. Free dining, the biggest discount that people lose their mind about, which isn't always the best discount, but they lose their mind. Like, they got to have it. Free dining was announced, went live, everything... Go eat. It's August 20th through September 29th, November 24th to November 27th. That is a narrow window. December 7th through December 23rd. Select dates within that. Select resorts. Select room types. A lot of selecting. So, in other words, there's not much availability. So, get there quick. Um, Don't delay. And hopefully you had a travel agent that was up at 4 a.m., Switching your reservation over, that way you had hope of getting the room you wanted. The sponsor of our show set an alarm for every half hour last night so she'd wake up and catch when it went live. She was on her computer before 4 a.m. So today, she saved a total of $5,300 for her clients, and one of them saved $1,500. That's a... I wish I was that one. Well, you would have had to book a significantly different type of vacation, Derek. Um, what? But I was one you of them. One I of did them. get a text message at 5.40 in the morning this morning. So huge thank you to Michelle for going above and beyond, helping us save money. And we kind of changed up our uh, package a little bit. We've gotten to add an extra day. So come September, we will be doing four park hopper days. And uh, we'll be doing all the parks, including Animal Kingdom, a couple times. Yeah. So uh, you went from three days to four and about the same cost or saved a little money saved a little bit of money yeah extra day bravo free dining bravo looking forward to this trip and uh so thankful that michelle gets up and does all that that is why you use a travel agent i'm not getting up at five in the morning and setting my alarm clock she did all that for me it was funny seeing some people on like some facebook groups complaining about the hold music for disney and being on hold so long, and it's like, honestly, why why don't you use a travel agent? Let them sit on hold for you. I don't understand. But some people like that, I guess. 
Anywho, let's move on to the next bit of news, and we'll let Debbie and John chime in on this. The Eat to the Beats schedule is out. I think this is as anticipated as free dining, right? Oh, yeah. No? Yeah, totally. So you got to book your dining six months in advance. Well, if you want to book a dining package to see one of these concerts, it's good to know who's playing while you're there. There's like 20-some people playing and do you have any of you looked at this list of bands? I looked today. Did you? Did you did, who jumped out at you? Who are you excited about? Uh, <laughs> Sugar Ray jumped out at me yeah. because increasingly the bands that are on there. So they used to be bands that uh-huh. like my parents would be excited yeah. about. And man, they're starting to creep up into like my youth and my yep. and my formative years. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting old. They know to target those that can spend money. Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna be there with kids, and yeah. So, Sugar Ray, yeah, that's definitely one. You got Hanson on there. Boys to Men, Big Bad Booty Daddies. They're really hitting up that late '90s Everclear. Late '90s, yeah. yeah. Uh, then there's older stuff. That I don't really know. And some of the songs on the list that I'm looking at that they picked to put behind the band is like the song that they, like Boys to Men. Who do you think is what do you think is their biggest song? Who would you pick? Like End of the Road. I haven't listened. End of the Road. All right, years. fine. They picked End of the Road. All right. All right. I thought that was odd. I don't know. You have uh, music in a Disney ride. Boys, Boys to Men. Men. Yeah. Uh, what the, attraction uh, is that? Yeah, Timekeeper. Uh, it's now the Monsters Laugh Laugh. Yeah. But they, uh You traveled in time, and at one point you wound up in modern time, right, in the, in the 90s. And you were in a park, <laughs> and Men was there, and they were playing. As they should that, be. You know, 10 years later, that didn't quite feel like modern time anymore. <laughs> the, the, men were, the boys were now men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the 90s were a great time to go to the park. Yeah, yes. So new this year is uh, Sheila E. I oh, yeah. Okay. Oh you know who that is? I don't In know. In the 80s. Okay. And then uh, 80s Canadian rockers. So first of all, they put a description of who they are before the name of the oh. band. Glass Tiger. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that one. And yeah. then 98 Degrees. That oh, makes yeah. me feel old. I, I do I know them. Yeah. There we go. Long classic. They were on the Milan yeah. yeah, they're part of Milan. Yeah. So there you go. 98 degrees. And then you got all kinds of good ones in there. What Just was the one see. that the get out of my car one? Who's Billy something? It's on the list. Billy, Billy Ocean, get out of my dreams. Get, get out, out of my dreams. Car. I yeah. I played a lot when I was little. And I okay. <laughs> My favorite band made the list six times. It's TBD. <laughs> to be determined. Favorite band. Heard they're they're awesome. never disappoint. Yeah. So hopefully those are the dates people aren't looking at to book their dining reservations. So there you go. Eat to the beat. So speaking of fall, um, wait, that, that has no segue, does it? Food and <laughs> wine, free dining. The segue was in. 90s bands. And what else happened in the 90s? There we go. Good job. That could your segue right there. 1998, Earth Day, Animal Kingdom opens up. And you guys were, were you guys both there on opening day? I was there. She was not. Yeah. Um, I had started a few months earlier before the park even opened. They had a 
a lot of training going on. So I was there starting in February, uh, really late February, up until and including uh, opening day. I joined right around the uh, Memorial Day holiday, and I worked through that first summer. Very so exciting. John came down with as a college program. Yeah, okay, that's what I was going to ask. That was, uh, it was mostly a, um, a semester or a summer, right? Yeah. This was extended uh, because they wanted you, the, this group, to open the park and stay through the summer, right? And and have a have a crew that could train up. And, you were you know, that good. They wanted to extend you and keep you longer. Is that what? Oh you're yeah, saying? you know, so they they extend the contract just like uh, you know Bob Iger extended his contract running the company. Yeah. They had to keep us around just yeah. a couple times. You know, just. Um, and, you know, when we started early on, when I started, there were already other folks that had been working for some time, right? And uh, you, know, you, you got to wonder, hey, we were there uh, in February, all through March, into April before it opened. Um, and there was a lot of test and adjust, right? A lot of training, a lot of test and adjust. Um, you know, the, the restaurants, right? Everything was new. The rides, everything was new. Um, so one of my favorite things was... Uh, when they had to test out the restaurants, they needed people to eat the food. Sweet. Right. So if you knew the right people or, or you're in, in the, the loop, hey, let's get on over to Tusker House. They're, they're, they're trying out uh, uh, the rotisserie chicken. <laughs> and so we'd race on over there and we'd try that out. Uh, and, uh, you know, if certain rides were, weren't running most of the time, but then they occasionally, hey, uh, you know, dinosaur countdown to extinction at the time, um, they're doing some testing over there and the sandbag dummies aren't falling off anymore. So they need some, <laughs> so get in there. Because we need some, we need some dumb college kids to ride this first. Well, you know, we're, we were employees, so, you know, they're doing the liability, right? So let's get on there. Let's pile it up and uh, let's try it out. <laughs> and the boats were, um, well, I just, I'm jumping ahead to, to our attraction here. Yeah. Um, so what attraction did you guys work on? Oh, the discovery river boats. Yeah, we always refer to, refer to as the boats. Uh, sadly, it's no longer there. So I was going to say, there might be a reason people are listening. Like, I, I've been to Animal Kingdom. I have no idea what you're talking about. Not a lot of people got to experience this attraction. No. Uh, it didn't, didn't last long. So once upon a time, the river that you see there had a boat that traveled on it. And that was the Discovery River Boats. <clears throat> and it loaded up either at, um, they called it well, Safari Village, but now it's Discovery Island, right? And then they would take you over to Asia or back all the way. They couldn't quite decide what they wanted to do with that track. There were a lot of changes, a lot of changes before the park opened. Um, yeah, we did cast previews, uh, you know, again, more testing. Um, a lot of changes throughout that. Uh, and then even changes after the park opened and, and the full revamps months later. Um, but, you know, ultimately it fully shut down and you know, mid 99, mm -hmm. um, no, to never return again. So, so just a, about a year yeah. and a half. One, yeah. So what was the goal as you, you were skippering the boat? What was your goal as a skipper? Was it, uh, to be super scientific and factual or was it more jungle cruise esque? How huh. did it fall on that spectrum? Yeah, that's a it good was question. neither. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, yeah, they, it, it appeared that it would be jungle cruise style, but it was more factual. Yeah. So when um, you, when you got on the boat, you were the skipper and this was a free floating vessel, which really took me by surprise when I first started working there because 
I think I was 20, right? And I had never driven a boat in my life. And then- Makes sense. Yeah. We did one loop around with my trainer. And then he was like, all right, are you ready to drive? And the boat was like, how many tons? Like, was that was like uh, three tons? Uh, like two, two and a half, three ton boat. You know, we put 60, 70 people on there, 80 <laughs> if we could. I don't, I don't remember. There were only so many life vests, but we, we <laughs> packed them in. You know, if, if there was no more uh, sitting room, we, we'd have to tell people, squeeze over. Let's let's fit a few more in. Yeah. And, and it was large. And, um, you know, by the time Debbie started, they, they'd already fixed a, a few issues. Uh, and it was still difficult. To, to drive yeah. um and when i started the the boat it had a flat bottom and it had no keel it had no rudder uh it had one <laughs> had a propeller in the back that spun around and and that picture direction so you know it's it like you're, you're this very large slow moving thing who, whose rear can swing around and uh hopefully you can stay on track yeah, so you got on with the skipper, and then I had a however many page spiel the skipper did to educate you about the park. And it could have been about the birds, it could have been about the tree of life and how many trees you saw, or attractions that would be in the park. Um, so you had a long spiel to do while you're driving the boat, and then you had another person on board with you, which was called an animal presenter, to try to spice it up a little bit. They would walk around with these three small little animals. It was a gecko, scorpion, a scorpion, and a tarantula. Yeah, everybody's favorite. Yeah. In a small glass box. While you're trapped on a boat. <laughs> trapped on a boat with a tarantula. I already know my wife is listening to this and saying, nope, I'm jumping off the boat. Were the, the small little animals like an initial thing? Or was that later after they're like, there's nothing to look at on this cruise. We better bring something on to entertain the folks or scare them. One of the two? Yeah, yeah, good question. I mean, they yes, they added it in after there were poor reviews in the preview days. Um, I, I believe uh, Michael Eisner himself <laughs> was not pleased. And, uh, uh, hey, let's come up with some ideas. What can we do uh, at low budget to, you know, juice this thing up? Um, the, you know, the earlier renditions that never made it into the live park you know, had some good ideas, but, you know, I think budget cuts, you know, killed parts of the attraction. So, you know, for example, if, uh, if you're, if you're heading off to Pandora, uh, today and you, you're walking across the bridge off to Just the, past Tiffins. off to the, to down river, you'll see some, some rocks some large rocks that used to be dragon rocks. You know, the, the dragon, the big symbol at the front of the park, the big dragon that we're still waiting to see mm -hmm. that was going to be its home. Uh, except that its home ended up being very small and you actually couldn't even see the dragon. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the so fire came the out. The fire would come out, the, the dragon would roar uh, from somewhere inside, you wouldn't see him, uh, as you went by on the on the boat. Um, so you know, it was kind of cool, but was it worth waiting an hour for? Mm, yeah. Uh, not really, especially when you could actually see the same thing from the bridge mm -hmm. without being on the boat. You know, so that, that was the tough part too. People, you know, they didn't know what it was. You, there wasn't a lot of exclusive things that you can see from walking around the park. And, uh, you know, they'd wait an hour thinking Jungle Cruise amped up. It's the Animal mm -hmm. Kingdom. And, uh, you know, we'd hear comments like, um, well, you know, I can see more birds on my front lawn than I saw on that ride. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they waited in this really long line in the hottest park on property still to this day, which is Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And then 
Yeah, they got in the boat and they were like, this is it. And they would be tired and hot. And I swear people would sleep. Like they would nod off as we're doing our spiel. Cause yeah, it was hot. I mean, that was one of the hottest rides in the park. Yeah. Cause you, you were outside the whole ride. There wasn't really any right. shade. Um, and it, it beat down on you. I mean, there was a covering on the boat, so you weren't completely exposed, but it was not, there was no air conditioning. And you know, in July in the parks, that's all you want. Well, and you can just like speed up and get a nice breeze. Not that they weren't fast, right? So <laughs> yeah, you think of the safari, you're outside in that big truck, right? But the 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 truck's moving along, there's there's shade, maybe you're getting yeah. some breeze, there's actually stuff to look at, so you're, you're, you're entertained. Yeah. Um, and, and this, for the most part, wasn't that. Um, so we improvised. I improvised. Yes. Uh, came up with uh, a few things not on the script to uh, entertain the, the guests. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes it worked out, sometimes it didn't. Yeah. Was, was that frowned upon? The entertainment? Uh, I was spoken to. <laughs> I had to change my tactics. Um, when a tarantula just about landed one of some uh, ladies' lap, that was not a good thing. So, <laughs> so test and adjust, right? As I said. Yeah. Uh, make it work. Well, test and adjust. And then, I mean, that, that attraction only lasted a year and a half. So obviously Disney could not flip that one around. No, no, no not yeah. enough to adjustment. And they couldn't decide like you would get on. So like, if you go to the park today, you'll see it right when you, after you come out of the Oasis and there's the first bridge on, on the right down, Pocahontas is there now mm -hmm. um, where, where we queued up. So sometimes you would do a full loop all the way around the river, which was like 20 some minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then minutes. sometimes like, you know, some of the early maps will tell you it's a one way trip to Asia, the Asia dock, which is where King Louis and Baloo have been lately. And then you'd get people that were like, well, but my stroller's here or my little, what's the wheelchair? The Oh yeah. I mean, you'd have the you electronic wheelchair uh, vehicles and, and uh, so, yeah, that was rough. Yeah. Right, right. They they appear on the other side of the park. So if uh, if you had a, a collapsible stroller, you, you might be able to take it with you. Oh, if you had the uh, Disney stroller, which was this large plastic yeah. blob that um, we had a job, which was to run strollers. I don't remember. Right. That. Okay. So the hope was there would be enough people leaving strollers at each dock that there would be <laughs> ones to pick up when people came around. That didn't always work out. So if yeah. one dock had more strollers. <laughs> I'd have to, I'd stack them. You could stack these things. You stack them up eight high and you would jog those down to the other side of the park, you know, in the 98 yeah. degree weather. Awesome. Um, and then hopefully get there before the boat did. That sounds like the worst job possible. <laughs> yeah. It, it was tough. It was, we, we, we tried, we tried. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was, there was a cool animatronic on the river. It was a, an iguanodon, you know, tied in with the dinosaur ride. Mm -hmm. Um, and you could, that was the one thing you could only see from the river. Um, and it was actually a very state of the art animatronic at the time. Uh, but it, I guess being outside, maybe not something Disney was used to at the time. Uh, it, it malfunctioned a few times. And, um, yeah, I remember specifically there was one instance. Now there's, there's a lot of hydraulic fluid that, that powers these <laughs> animatronics. Um, and there was one, one time there was a big gaping, a tear in, in the neck and, and the fluid was, was squirting out and it was jerking around. Uh, the, the kids were horrified. We, we sped past it. They didn't know what was going on. We, we, we just, you know, Hey, he was attacked by the Carnotaurus. Get out of here. You know, it was, it was bad. And of course the fluid was, was like green or something. Oh, dinosaur blood is green. It, 
it was uh, it was tough. Yeah. It was cool when it worked, but yeah, it we was did hard we, to maintain. We did all we could, guys. We did all we could. <laughs> um, we made it a year. <laughs> uh, they they also had it early early on early previews. They had uh, a unicorn. It was a it was a statue of a unicorn. It was that and the dragon cave were the only ever uh, mythical uh, items in the whole park. Because that um, was the premise, right? It was like the living animals. The, what was the three things? Uh, animals that were, animals that are, and animals that, that never were or never will be. Yeah, M- mythical. mythical. Yep, and the whole mythical side was supposed to be over where Pandora is. So let's jump into what it was like in those early years, some of the attractions uh, that you could see. One of the neat things is we do have a map. You sent us a map of uh, the opening 98 and uh, it's really cool to look at that map and then compare it to what it is now and we'll of course post that on Facebook and Twitter but what was uh, what was around back in the early night or the late 90s not a lot yeah um, so right. it opened with the uh, bug show that was there in the tree of life they opened with safari same bug show there today yes similar safari um, the dinosaur ride was called Countdown to Extinction, but in the whole, it's pretty much the same ride. Um, they had some shows, the, you know, best show on property, the Festival of the Lion King, you know, opened at, at that time, still with the park that's been long running. And they had a show that the whole Camp Mini Mickey, which, you know, they got rid of for Pandora, but they had the Pocahontas show in there. And with the Twig yeah, was it twig? I think it was called the, twig. the tree puppet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they had where Nemo was now. They had a Journey into the Jungle Book. It was an open air um, arena for the show. Not no air conditioning. Again, you know it's an issue. It's a good theme. It's a good theme. Must miss. Oh, Conservation Station, which is now was renamed to Rafiki's Planet Watch. So that was. I mean, half the half the park got renamed. Yeah. When you think about it, I mean, a lot of the rides, the the Discovery Island was what was Safari Village. Yeah. Um, Yeah. CTX became Dinosaur. Yeah. Conservation became Rafiki's Planet Watch. They had some um, issues. Gorilla Falls became, uh, was it Pangani Exploration Trail? And is now back to Gorilla Falls. Yeah. Um, And that was because early on, the the way the the trail was set up, uh, people never saw the gorillas. So they. yeah. Um, That's, uh, but yeah, the safari. Yeah. I mean, the safari was the highlight. Was the right? crown. I mean, that was the real yeah. a draw attraction to the park. Yeah. I mean, it was still a very, very enjoyable park, right? It was just in the early stages. You know, even on the map, when you look at it here, um, you can see Asia under construction. They have, they have bulldozers uh, on the map and a bunch <laughs> of dirt, right, of things to come. To so, entice you to come back. Yeah. <laughs> So they, the bulldozer attraction. They, they told you the park's not done yet. You can see it right there. So in the 20 years, what are some of the big things that you've seen that have definitely changed that park? Maybe even for the good and the bad. So I think that one of the good things is, is that when the park opened, they had, a, they had a real issue with embracing and bringing in the Disney <clears throat> characters. So it was a well-known fact, and I was trained that way, that the only place you're going to see the characters is in Camp Minnie Mickey. That's where they vacation, Uh and you won't see them throughout the park anywhere else. Um, 
they, the park opened with a parade, the March of the Artimals, um, which had no Disney characters in it, nothing yes. like that. So why is a kid going to sit there and watch a parade with songs they don't know and characters they don't know? So it seems like they finally, through the years, have embraced the fact that with the whole synergy, we've got to tie these things in um, or else you're not going to get people to really get it, you know? Well, and even uh, like Rafiki Planet Watch, right? That was Conservation Station, right? Oh, now it's Rafiki. Oh, yeah, I know him. Uh, yeah, let, let me get, let me head on out there. So you're right. I mean, there's a lot more uh, of a tie-in. Ironically, you know, what was Camp Mini Mickey, the only place you could see characters, you know, is now Pandora, right? The it's, only place you can't see Disney characters. Right. It, it was the only place you could. Now you can't. So full circle. Yeah. yeah, full circle. yeah all the way around. Yeah. It's like they learned nothing from Epcot. The opening of Epcot, right? You know, that's, that's there are no characters right. at Epcot opening. Yeah, yeah. So, well, kids like characters. I've learned. Yeah, that. they do. Which I think is why my kids were like Rivers of Light. Eh. Songs they don't right. know, characters they don't know, just like you described a parade. Right. Right. I mean, you think about Fantasmic. You know, it's it's got uh, similar water screens, but it's Disney all yeah. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much more enjoyable. Yeah, they had better signage. So, I mean, that's a Joe Rody thing, right? The park opened, felt like it should be natural. They won't need signs. People couldn't find the Tree of Life. He, yeah, he, so. he believes in letting the guests explore. You know, that's that's his yeah. vision. And that even carried on to last year when Pandora opened, right? Yeah. When Pandora opened, signage was at a minimal. Within yeah. hours, days, uh, days, more signage was rolled out by operations because that people couldn't find things. Um, yeah. So I mean, bathroom like, signs are good. Bathroom <laughs> signs are great. Yeah. I love them. You know, people couldn't find the exit out, so they came <laughs> over the bridge into the tree, and then they've spent the whole day in the park, and they're like, "Well, like, how do we get out?" So now, when you go to the park, you see the huge birds that say "exit" by the bridge. That's because people can find their way out of the park. That's so. one way to increase revenue, though. If you keep them, I mean, eventually they'll get hungry and Stuck. thirsty. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as it became closing and we wanted to go home, we, we come on, this way, this way, shoot, yeah. shoot, you know, get, let's yeah. help you find your way. Um, sure. Yeah, looking at the map here, I, I, you know, I realize this is at the old map right now. I'm looking at it. Um, some things I, I didn't even realize had changed, and maybe they haven't changed, but things have have, have uh, evolved. Rainforest Cafe. Yes. Has a waterfall on the top. Uh, it opened with a waterfall. Open yeah. with a waterfall on top. You can even see it on this old map. Um, there, there is no waterfall anymore. In fact, it's a dense forest. Yeah, it grew you don't even up. know the restaurant's back there unless you look closely. Yeah, I think the waterfall's turned off now, but that was like the gushing water was there when you come in. It's kind of neat, you know. And it was a big deal to have the Rainforest Cafe over and right by the park. Right, and that was the only table service in the whole park at, oh, at opening. Nice. Aside, I mean, there was a, a breakfast buffet called um breakfast 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 okay at restaurant okay yeah right and that yeah. between that and then rainforest you know that was that was it for for table mm-hmm. service because tuskers was quick service so it was pizza mm-hmm. fari and flame tree right you had no yak and yeti right. um you had no tiffins yeah right all that's that's evolved so i think that's for the better right i think definitely. you know more more table service selection is, is definitely been for the better uh, you know, a few other areas that have involved um, the the shopping. Um, so the the there were some small stores, uh, Beastly Bazaar and Creature Comforts, yeah. now known as Starbucks. 
and meeting Minnie and Mickey. Yeah, where you meet yeah. Minnie and Mickey was a shop. Yeah. They got rid of shopping. Right. Yeah. Anti-Disney. Yeah. That's the opposite of normal. They, yeah. they didn't expand the main stores, though, right? Oh, the uh, yeah. uh, Disney Outfitters and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Island Mercantile. Yeah. One of those got renamed. I think Disney Outfitters. Too. Outfitters, nice. yeah. Renamed, re rethemed. Well, one of the big things that has been an addition is Pandora, the one year in operation. I'm sure you guys have hopefully checked it out. What do you think with that being a part of the, you guys are originals. They're the purists, you know, back when dinosaurs were supposed, or uh, dragons were supposed to be <laughs> in uh, Animal Kingdom. How do you feel about Pandora and James Cameron being a part of your park? Mm. Yeah, you know, uh, I was supposed to be Beastly Kingdom over there, right? Uh, that was supposed to have Unicorn Maze and Dragon Roller Coaster. And, uh, and when Pandora was announced, um, I thought, yeah, is this really the right fit, right? right. Uh, when I first got to see it, I was blown away. Uh, I think they really did an incredible job. You know, maybe it, it doesn't scream this is Disney when you think about it, but when you're there, you're immersed in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. you know, the, the Flight of Passage ride amazing technology the environment immersive you know I, the, the, stuff, yeah. Yeah, the the creatures in the wild around that you can hear i, I think they did an excellent job mm -hmm. um so it you know i didn't think it would be a fit but in the end it's it's so impressive you, you can't uh, deny it the fl flight of passage you know really kind of amped up uh with the soren experience right right, right. And yeah soren on steroids Sure. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's great, you know, so like Debbie doesn't like a lot of rides that have motion right. issues, right? But I think Flight of Passage kind of rides that line. I can do it, yeah. There's a couple times where I'm like, oh, I don't like this, but it passes pretty quick and it's still good. I didn't throw up on Derek, so that's a positive. <laughs> yeah, that's, That is a positive. I'm, I'm still thankful for that. <laughs> And I agree. I, I love the attraction and, and I didn't think it was going to be a good fit either, but they definitely went above and beyond. And so it's, I'm glad it's there though. I do really wish I could have seen what beastly kingdom was going to be like. Yeah. I know we kind of got it at universal a little bit and you hear rumors like some people went switch sides, but uh, it would have been cool to see that part of the park. Yeah. Yeah. There was, um, you know, thinking back through that as well as the, the dragon area I mentioned, the dragon rocks, the, the, the pathway to Pandora, you can actually lean a bit up against those old rocks. Uh, if you, you know, search around, there, there are some pictures, very few that were captured, uh, where the Imagineers had actually put the uh, suits of knight's armor that had battled the dragon and lost, mm -hmm. scattered all around the rocks, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, and you know, half melted, half torn. And uh, yeah, I had heard the same you know, uh, rumors that you know, as budget cuts came in and the land got turned into Camp Mini Mickey, uh, you know, some of those folks you know, headed off to create dueling dragons. And now that's not even there at Universal. So. That's right. That's right. Doomed. What, what other attractions do you guys maybe miss? Uh, may, maybe some you heard that never got built, but things that have now gone the wayside in the 20 years of Animal Kingdom. So you, this probably didn't catch you by surprise, but the Everest challenge was something that they did. It was, would you call that part of Run Disney? Yeah, that was Run Disney. Yeah. yeah was Run Disney 
event. So for a few years, they had this cool 5K that you would run at Animal Kingdom with um, an obstacle course. And then when you were done with that, it was a scavenger hunt. And then the ride stayed open and it was like midnight and you could be doing some of the rides. And it was a really popular event. We got to do it one year um, and it they they closed it. They weren't able to do it anymore, I think, because of the construction Right. They, was yeah. There, there was more construction going on. Um, you know, so a lot, I think, you know, Run Disney has, has pretty much ended the night races as well at this True. point. I think the, the liabilities were high and, and uh, they were more difficult to run. You know, Wine and Dine used to be a, a mm -hmm. 11 p.m. race mm -hmm. right until a few years ago. Um, but yeah, that was a great, great experience, great challenge. It's, it's too bad they couldn't continue it maybe in the day. But. Yeah. Is there anything else? I thought the the jam and jungle parade was cool it was around from 2001 to i think i looked it up 2014 and uh that was a daytime parade which i guess none of the part you know in the old days the studios used to do a yeah. daytime parade right so they swapped it out a lot like yeah. they, they had uh, uh aladdin was a big one yeah. uh there was a milan parade like every year there was a theme parade with the the tie-in yeah right? but now it's just magic kingdom they're the only ones that have the daytime parade but for a long time, they had the, the jam and jungle one and there were Disney characters mm -hmm. on it and it went around and it just kind of brought more life. I felt like yeah. in the afternoon, I think Pandora has worked. There's still more people staying in, but you'll find um, that the park kind of gets quieter and quieter as the day goes on. People kind of get yeah. that done in the morning and then go. And I thought that parade kind of pepped it up. It, it kept people there till three. Yeah. Um, and then there was the mass exodus after the parade, which made it great to get on other attractions after that parade. Yeah. We love that. Yeah. We'd uh, show up after the parade and uh, have a run of the park. Yeah. It was a great, great time. Yeah. So. And another uh, area that has changed, right? It's not gone. So Safari in the earlier days uh, used to have different elements that are gone. Right. The dead elephant. I still remember that. It's like etched into my brain. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 well, there was a dead elephant. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah earlier on. Big red. You saw big red. Big red and little red. Right. And so for us Husker fans, it, it hits home. No. Yeah. I know. And that's and yeah. that's why I remember it so well, I think. Mm -hmm. And I should clarify, John here is also an alum of the University of Nebraska. So we're just everywhere. Well done, guys. Very good. Go Big Red. I had to tie it in somehow. I knew we'd get there eventually. Yeah, then you have like, yeah. you know, That's then cool. Wilson and all of that. Yeah. They still have like little bits of the storyline that pop up, and you're like, what does that mean? You're like, well, back in the day, kids. Yeah, yeah remnants that, you know, there's. Yeah, I enjoyed the, um, right, the, po the poachers. Hey, we're going to chase them, right? And the, the little, poachers jeep kind of whipped around in the distance and oh, yeah. it was an obvious miniature but it was still kind of cool right and then yeah, you, yeah. You, you ran through the geysers and they're going off oh, and gosh. you're chasing them and and then there was a cast member holding a gun yes uh you know at the driver of that jeep uh and and the little elephant little red was hanging out in the back little red's okay yeah, yeah little red was moving in the back yeah. i remember that yeah. he's okay <laughs> i've got this loaded gun don't worry Things have yeah, changed in 20 years, good, that's man. for sure. <laughs> what about some things that you think should change in the next 20 years? I know for me, I think it's time that A Bug's Life moves on to something else. It's It's been the same show for 20 years. We've skipped it. 
the last few times. Zootopia, Derek. You're in love with Zootopia. I'm surprised. I am. I would love. I still want Zootopia to go over to Rafiki. That's my dream. And that's an excellent idea. Um, You know, if you think about it, the Rafiki's really hasn't changed at all. No. Other than renaming it. Yeah. uh, It's it's still the the petting zoo. Like, how many do you guys ever go out there and check it out? We went once and we decided we would never, ever, ever. I mean, we have a zoo that does that better anyway, other than we can't meet Rafiki at our zoo. So it's really difficult to sell the kids on the actual animal stuff at Animal Kingdom for us. Um, Yeah, yeah, the train ride back there, you do get a brief glimpse of the animal. I, I guess housing right. you know, for the nighttime, right? So that's kind of interesting, but you don't get a great look at it. So it's a hard repeat thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you're kind of stuck once you get back there until the train gets back to you. Yeah. Doug, what would you change? Would I change? I would fix Rivers of Light first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just walking from the show to the bus, Alden and Samantha had spouted out about 20 ideas of what to do to make it better, and they are all legitimate. So I don't know that that's what I'm changing, but that's what their audience wants changed. That was, I don't know, maybe use a song from the Jungle Book. You have animals that sing in that. Okay. It's a crazy concept. Simple. Yeah. We have a live-action Lion King movie coming yeah. out. It's so many opportunities. I think that arena that they built was so it's great. Nice. It's, it's yeah. so nice. And to have a short 15-minute show that just, yeah, doesn't do it justice you know the the projections on the tree uh, i I think that's a really great technology Uh, i think similar Mm -hmm. to what we just mentioned about the the other show is that the projections i think there's five sequences right of the five one is great and it's the the mixture of disney songs and clips from the disney movies the other four are okay Right, because they're they're kind of random. It's nature. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't connect. You're, you're not, you know, feeling the music, and, and and it's not the same level. So I think it's a similar similar sort of thing, right? You pump the Disney mm-hmm. in there, and the the factor, the wow factor goes up big sure. time. You lose that emotional connection when right. you get rid of the Disney aspect of it that most of the audience is going to have. That's my. There's what I would change, Derek. You happy? It's a, it's a good one. I'm happy. I, I agree with your change. Okay. I thought you were going to go uh, Primeval World. Well, well I can't go on it anyway. Why do I care? That, that ride hurts. I don't know. I, I would not know. I went on it once on my honeymoon, and I got off, and I said, never again, and I have not touched it again. <laughs> I'm actually surprised it's lasted as long as it lasts. You remember when it first it opened, seems... and we were like, what is this? Well, you know, it, even though it kind of seems temporary... And it's been there for some time, right? Yeah. It seems temporary-ish. Yeah, what was there before? The Dinosaur oh, Jubilee. That's right. That was temporary. Yeah, for those that, that that may remember the first few years, it was a, a large uh, tent. White tent. Big white tent. It was air-conditioned, but it was Ooh. a big, um, bunch of dinosaur uh, skeletons, you know, and um, fossils and bones some fossils. And, and, and that was about it. Yeah. Big time. So I guess, yeah, it did add some other attractions. You know, I might have liked that better than Primeval World. <laughs> so, then is, you know, that the top, whatever it's called. It's a good one for the kids. They had to mm-hmm. leave that in. You need the spinner. Doug and I did it together without kids. That's right. There was no line, so why not? Right. So every, every park needs a spinner. Come on, Epcot and Hollywood mm-hmm. Studios. Get on board. 
I, I have heard rumors that Indiana Jones might be coming to that area of the park. Now, that'd be incredible. That'd be that, awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. No. Love Indiana Jones. Well, you know, I've, I've read and been told that the dinosaur track layout is the same as Indiana Jones mm-hmm. from uh, mm. Disneyland. And, uh, but it's, it's so much darker, right? The, the experience is, is quite different. Oh, man. So even yeah. though it's the same technology and same layout, it, you know, it seems world's different. Yeah, well, my kids are 40 inches and it's a 40 inch ride and there's no way I'm taking my six and four year old on that. Oh, attraction. come on, Derek. Now, that yeah. picture is priceless though. Just you can take it but you need to put them in the middle two seats. Because oh, no, I, I want them by the by the T-Rex at the end. That's what I really want was them. like, you heard all those sounds like the dinosaur was going to attack you right from the sound. She's just finally gotten to the point where she can sit on the outside. But, you know, oh. I swear that that ride has gotten calmer over the years. Like when it first opened, you around and it was so much more fun and fast and i think you know the first couple years it opens they were like okay let's slow it down i i swear there, I and I yeah there's some things that have mellowed out like the uh when, when you're traveling and back in time you, you go through like this toaster oven the strobes used <laughs> yeah, to go thing there, there were lasers like a doorway and yeah. uh but, but now it's kind of um you know a couple of sparkles right yeah, you're like what's happening here toaster oven. <laughs> Yeah, maybe people got uh, seizures from the strobe effect or, or you know, queasiness. Yeah, you know, it, it was too much. Um, can't have too much. Too much. That's why we can't have nice things. <laughs> well, the 20th was recently, and you guys attended the actual celebration. So other than merchandise and a cupcake, what actually happened? So this was a little bit of a disappointment. Um, you came into the park though, and you got a special map um, that was Did had a you nice get a button. Pardon? Did you get a button. No. No oh, buttons. buttons. Come on, I Disney. Mean... So you could have gotten a button if you did the dollar or whatever to the conservation fund, and so then you could get the special, you know, 20th anniversary. But you know, you'd have to give to that fund. It wasn't when you came in. So that was a little disappointing. We really wanted a button, but you got a nice cool map. And then on the times guide, it said at 1030, they were going to have a show in front of the tree um, to celebrate 20 years of the animal kingdom being open. And then we went in and in front of the tree, there's this nice setup with like a stage and a big 20. So that had really good photo opportunities. We took some pictures, but there was a cast member walking around because it was a little cloudy, a little overcast, and there was some rain threatening to come in. And so she came around and was telling people, I'm sorry that, you know, that celebration had to get canceled because of the rain coming in. So we're like, oh, man, that stinks. Meanwhile, it never rained the whole like till we were there till like three o'clock. It never rained. Then I come to find out after the fact that it just moved over to the Festival of the Lion King because the Disney Parks broadcasted it live. So that was kind of a fail on their point part that they couldn't tell people that, hey, it's just been moved indoors just in case. And so we missed that that whole piece of it. So that was that was a disappointment a little bit for us. Um, but there was, um, there's a special Wilderness Explorer badge sticker that they're giving out right now. So the party of the planet usually is just one day. In the past, it's always been Earth Day. But this year, they're extending it for two weeks. 
And that's one of the things they're doing. They took over our dock up, uh, you know, our part in Asia where King Louis and Baloo were just a week ago. We were there a week before taking pictures. Now it's been changed into the Wilderness Explorer where there's a special new badge you can get for a limited time. Um, they had the, the Up Show, I guess, is the new thing that opened, which we didn't do. No, yeah. People lined up uh, two hours before For the that first, first show. show at noon. Yeah. Still just birds, right? It's, right. I mean, it's still birds, but yeah. now with Kevin and Doug and Russell. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, again, you add that Disney flair that there was before. Yeah. Boom, people come. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were supposed to be able to head to Rafiki's Planet Watch for special things happening, you know, behind the scene things. And we had friends and we actually had a, um, a fellow Discovery Riverboat cast member who's still in the area that we were meeting up with. And they had just come back from there and they were like, there ain't nothing going on over there. So we didn't even bother <laughs> to head out that way. So uh, we got our cupcake. There you go. Got the cupcake. That's a win. That was pretty good. Was good. I enjoyed it. We yeah. got the Earth Day one because there were two different ones. So that was good. And then in the front of the park, um, right after the bag check, there's this really nice big um, mural that frame thing that you can walk into with the 20th and get your picture and the photo pass people there. Um, so they had that kind of stuff, but nothing quite as big as I thought maybe. Yeah. You know, I think back to, so last fall was uh, Epcot 35, was mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Uh, you know, and yeah, you know, I guess in some ways it was similar to that, right? There was exclusive merchandise right? and not a whole heck of a lot. You more. got a button. Um, yeah, you did get a button there. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had kind of that the oh that one center set up with exhibits for a while, like a little museum s thing yeah. for right. a couple months. That's true. That was nice for yeah. at least a month. Yeah, kind of was there during food and wine. You can wander in and mm -hmm. stay in air conditioning and look at stuff. Yeah, dream about the horizons. All right, like that's yeah, that's classic. Yeah. And I will say that our the map that you got that had um, the timeline and kind of a look back at the park had no mention of the Discovery River boats, which is oh, really oh yeah a shame. They've taken oh. that one out of uh, out of the history books. They, they, <laughs> it didn't happen. History. Those that write the history books rewrite history. Yeah. So a little wow. disappointed. But right. you know, it was a nice day. It was. It ended up being actually kind of decent weather because of the overcast. It wasn't as crazy hot and nasty as it could be. So it was definitely crowded. It was crowded because it was the same weekend as the Star Wars races that were being run. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on this past weekend over at the resort. Yeah, it was. It was definitely a busy weekend. Yeah, uh, you know, we headed over the the weekend before. Mm -hmm. uh, to, to capture some pictures and, and do a few things we don't normally do. Um, I wanted to have a comparison of, uh, that was then, this is now, right? So I gathered up, got the little shoebox of pictures that I took back in, in 98, you know, back before digital, selfies, phone. I had a point and shoot 35 millimeter. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was a college student, so you, know, you had to pay for film, you had to pay for <laughs> developing. So I only took so many yeah. pictures. And uh, so I dusted them off and I, I pulled out, you know, a dozen or so pictures. And I thought, let's try to recreate these. So let's see what has and hasn't changed. And there was a fair amount that hadn't changed a whole lot. But the things that did change quite a bit, you know, seeing Everest on the other side of the lake, changing the whole landscape of that. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, a lot of areas where things had obviously gotten, you know, grown or overgrown, you know, you know stood out. 
um, you know, the Dinosaur Jubilee becoming uh, the Dinorama. It was yeah. a big change there. Uh, so I, I scooped all those up, set up some compare pictures. Uh, you can go to discoveryriverboats.com and see the pictures I put together and uh, finally got those out there for the public. No, that sounds really cool. I'll be checking those out. I did get a, a couple that, Doug, you emailed me, and it's really amazing to see how much the park has changed. The one thing that has not changed is I don't understand how the Tree of Life hasn't grown. It looks the same size now as it was 20 years ago. Just blows my, no, my fertilizer. Favorite line from uh, being a skipper and having people ride on my boat was there was a sweet old lady in like the front row and I was just driving for a minute and she leans over to me and she's like, that tree must have been here like before Christ. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we were totally couldn't, you couldn't deviate and be like. That's made out of concrete. What are you talking about? It's, it's an oil it's a, rig under it, there. Yeah, it's like an oil derrick that branches out. It, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of people always ask, you know, is is the tree real? I yes. said, well, obviously you can see that it's right there. <laughs> I like it. That's a good it, line. It's real. You can see it. <laughs> Depends what real is. Yeah. But there was something, but really the, the trees and the bush, like it all like has grown up so much in the 20 years. Um, that it covers things that you can't no longer see, or it just kind of gives it a much fuller appearance all around the park. But I swear it's still stinking hot. It also traps the humidity like nobody's business. And like one of my biggest things from working there that summer is I just remember being hot like all the dang time because you were outside working and it just was so hot. I was from, I'm from Ohio. So I had come home that, that come down that summer and, uh, I don't think I've ever sweat so much in my entire life. That was my first introduction to Florida. Now you live there. Now I'm, yeah, I'm used to Well, now to our it. blood is thin now, yeah, right? Yeah. So we can take it. Um, and, and if you think about and look at the comparison, there's so many more air-conditioned areas. Yes. In the whole park. the uh, So the, the Jungle Book show that was in Theater of the Wild used to be a canvassed uh, mega tent. Open air. Open air. Yeah, That's open air. Uh, nature. Uh, of course, that's now air conditioned Nemo. Good call. Um, yeah. You know the uh, 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 Festival of Lion King used to be open air. Right. Right. Now it's nice and, and air conditioned and inside. Um, of course, now we've got more sit down air conditioned restaurants. Right. Um, so there, there's been a lot more added to to give you a cool down, restful spot and recharge before getting back out there. Absolutely. Everything right. Doug needs. That's right. Air conditioning and benches, two keys. Well, the part for me. So uh, we, we noticed that they used to have lots of colorful benches all around the park, uh, and they were made of recycled material. It was a big point. We were milk told jugs. To, I thought I remember. What oh, that's yes, milk recycled jugs. milk jugs. Milk jugs, specifically milk jugs. Yeah. Uh, multicolor, and they were supposed to last fifty years or longer and eco-friendly. Um, they're not there anymore. Uh, either 50 years wasn't true or somebody didn't like the bright colors i I don't know which but uh, they are long gone someone someone will post them on ebay or something we'll have to dig through google to find them but uh, oh things things appear in the strangest places right uh you know and you know disney does sell things off uh through through various means um a friend of ours knows the guy who actually owns the unicorn statue I mentioned earlier. Wow. It's in his backyard. Nice. So Beastly, where I keep my unicorns. <laughs> Beastly Kingdom lives on in this guy's backyard. That's awesome. 
Now, in a positive way, our boats got repurposed, and um, they're being used um, on Bay Lake. You might have one um, for transportation. Did they do the anything? The fireworks cruises? Yeah, like the certain uh, pr uh, pirate and firework type cruises. Yeah. Depending, you know, you'll see them out there. They're, they've been repainted many times over the years. They're, they were dingy, uh, aged boats, brand new aged boats when we had them. Yeah. Uh, but they now they actually painted look, them. They know, use clean. them on Bay Lake. Yeah. <laughs> so when was the first time that each of you had been to Animal Kingdom? Mine was my honeymoon in two. 2010 that's terrible that i had to think about that uh because we actually went to disney right before it opened and so i just missed animal kingdom the first time and then never got back to it until i got married wow so my first time should have been on a high school band trip we went in 1998 and it was opened on you know just a month earlier it was memorial weekend should have went but we went three park days, and then we had a day where we went to look at cruise ships in Port Canaveral where there were no cruise ships. And then we went to the beach, and then we were yelled at the whole time to be careful, don't get in the water because there's a riptide. So, oh, yeah, that's what happens when you have a band trip for a bunch of high schoolers planned by an old lady and band directors. Um, rather than a Disney travel specialist who would definitely have taken a bunch of kids to Animal Kingdom to stand an hour-long hour long line to ride a boat where one of their alumni was driving, of all. Like, John and I, all, we, we played the trumpet together. I mean, we it should have yeah, been in line yeah. right yeah. then and there. So that was yeah. not my first trip. So um, when did you finally get there? 2002 for my honeymoon. Okay. Oh, so honeymoon. Was, there we go. Yeah, that was my longest gap yeah. between Disney trips was from that band trip to honeymoon. Oh, I, I didn't do the college program like other people on this podcast. So. Studying, huh? Yeah. That's, I don't know. Studying too much, I guess. Yeah. All right. Any other questions for us? No, I was just curious. Okay, yeah. which, uh, which attractions do you enjoy best at Animal Kingdom? I like the safari. And and then, of course, Triceratops Spin with Derek. That is going to be forever one of my favorite memories. Uh, I got to oh, yeah. go with Expedition Everest. I do love Pandora, but uh, Expedition mm. Everest, if that Yeti was working the whole way, uh, I yeah. would be, I would, that would be far and away my favorite attraction on property. Disco Yeti. Yeah. Come on, All come right. on, Rody, get that one fixed. Yeah. All right, I think we are ready for the lightning round. And Debbie has already done the lightning round. She uh, doesn't have to do it again because we don't, we tend not to do it with repeat guests. So congratulations, Debbie. Yeah. You're not getting asked any questions. <laughs> so but John, you can harass your husband you. all you want. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, that's encouraged, actually. I was like, what? Why did you pick that? Yeah, there you go. So this is your favorite Disney Pixar, whatever under the Disney umbrella you need to have it be. If you need it to be live action and animation or classic and new, if you need to justify it any way you want, go for it. We will ridicule you, though. All right. Favorite Disney movie. All right. So I'm going to answer this three ways. Uh, Disney branded Pirates of the Caribbean. Disney wider, uh, uh, due to acquiring Lucasfilm, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
Disney oh, even yeah. wider, having uh, in process of acquiring 20th Century Fox, Alien. Lightning. Oh, yes. I know. Lightning. I, know. I, I, had, I had to give all yeah. three. He, he, big Alien fan, yes. All yeah. right. <laughs> Favorite. The, the deal's not even done yet. It's not even done yet. It, it's all on right. its way. It's, they need to help make sequels. Okay. All right. Uh, favorite Disney character? Scrooge McDuck. Mm. All right. Favorite modern attraction? Soren. Favorite classic attraction? Horizons. Oh You're God. supposed to say where I met my wife. That was your <laughs> moment right there. Oh. Have a chance, John. Did I get a do-over on that one? Hey, um, if we go back and listen to her lightning round or just play, did she say no. Discovery River? No, no, you're yeah, off the hook. Yeah. Okay. So you went with Horizons, though. Horizons, it's that's interesting. I like Horizons. That's an excellent choice. All right, favorite quick service restaurant? Flame Tree Barbecue. Is it really? Yeah. I'm not surprised. What do you like to get there? Uh, I They used to have a brisket sandwich. They, they don't have that lately. They do have the... the port and the ribs so i'll go with that all right favorite table service uh the beer garden or germany yes there's those... i love a liter of beer and buffet all you can eat of schnitzel, schnitzel spatzel <laughs> pretzels yeah the pretzel bread is oi 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 yeah singing and uh, the, what's the dessert you, the uh the it's apple. Strudel. Strudel. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, many a birthdays or Father's Day spent in Germany at the beer garden. Good choice. Good choice. All right. Favorite resort? Animal Kingdom Lodge. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, you, are you a Jumbo House or a Kadani Village guy? I have not stayed at Kadani Village. Uh, you know, I've been there to the restaurant and I've walked around, but we've stayed at Jumbo a handful of times over the years. Yeah. And, uh, and I love looking out over the, you know, the Savannah, right? And, yeah. And they, yeah. That is nice. Yeah, we like that other than our walk to our room. We got all our steps in before we made it to the lobby. All right. Favorite Disney snack? This is the most important question of the whole show. Don't get it wrong. Citrus swirl. Okay. We'll allow the orange bird to have his day in the sun. That's a good choice. Yeah, you've got a Dole Whip and a Mickey Pretzel guy. Uh, Dole yeah. Whip in there, number two, but, but Citrus Swirl wins for me. I Yeah, I like the Dole Whip a little better, but I will have the Citrus Swirl every now and then just to mix it up and remind myself that I like it, but I like Dole Whip better. Oh. All right. Favorite Disney park? The Animal Kingdom. All right. Something we yeah. both agree on. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. There we there go. There we have it. The lightning round. Now, let me see. Is it going to stay the Animal Kingdom in the next 20 years? That's going to be the big question with all the changes and Star Wars oh, and Fox Star and everything Wars. that's happening. The X-Men Kingdom. Is that where the mutants are going? Somewhere. Well, again, with the acquisition of Fox, we need the uh, Alien and Predator uh, park How to is be that built. family friendly? That, uh, well, you need something for the adults, too. Where you put Deadpool. Right. Meet and greet with Deadpool. Uh, if they had a meet and greet with Deadpool, the line would be back for hours. <laughs> yeah. It's an R-rated park. You have to be over a certain age just to oh, get in. Wow. That would be great. 
Yeah, yeah. that game. would be universal, right? Yeah, boy, that's a good fifth uh, gate right there. You know, some hyper coasters, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be, you know, 95 inches tall. And, you know, not nope, nope not making it. Uh, <laughs> funny. So, yeah, I think we got that all figured out. Awesome. Well, all thank right, you there. again, you guys, it. for being on the show. And this was this was just phenomenal. A lot of things learning about that I didn't even know. And kind of makes me wish that I got to visit the park back in 1998. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's, uh, it's always great to... to talk about some of the things people have missed and, and uh, you know, get their perspective too. It was a fun walk down memory lane for us. Yeah. And speaking of the memory lane, we will post a link to the YouTube video featuring John skippering the wonderful boat ride. And Whoever you get, you get to see the transfer. Put the YouTube video up there. They're going to be like, wow, my hits have, you know, people are really looking at this, you know, just yeah. Thing now. Yeah, it must be a hot item now. We're gonna get it trending. Let's do it, guys. Everybody yeah, has to go watch this. Friends. And I think by the end of the video, you, you it's great, it's enjoyable, but you're like, well, I'm glad I didn't have to go on that. <laughs> yeah. Live vicariously through this video that was shot what VHS 20 years ago. In the back of the boat where it's hard. Yeah. Very yeah. Loud, yeah. Mostly the engine. It's it is spectacular. Thank you guys again. And if you listening want to take an amazing magical Disney vacation or just check out Animal Kingdom, now is a great time to ask Michelle McKnight for a completely free quote. And who knows, maybe you can get some free dining along the way or at least save a little bit of money. But let her stay on hold for you and get up at five in the morning. You don't want to do that. Let Michelle do that for you. Her email is in the show notes. And of course, Go to Facebook and Twitter and like and follow Rope Drop Radio. And John, one more time, what was the link that you uh, we're going to put in the show notes for you? So we got uh, discoveryriverboats.com. Discoveryriverboats.com. We'll get that one trending too. The YouTube link and the website. Get that going. So everyone, go in the show notes, click there, take a look at some of the really awesome pictures to see how much Animal Kingdom has changed. But that is all the time that we have for Deb and John. Thank you so much for being on the show. And for Doug, thank you as always. I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.